It's not the full menu. You're listening to a snack-sized portion of Chef-Demony. Here's your host, Graham McLennan. Welcome to your Friday, and thank you for joining me here again for the Chef-Demony podcast. And if you're new to Chef-Demony, thanks for being here as well. This show is all about food, but... More than food or in addition to food, the show is about stories. It's really about the stories that we can all share with each other through food. Now, over the years, I've been lucky to work both as a lawyer and to work in commercial in restaurant kitchens. And so many of the guests on the show tend to be either chefs or lawyers. Now, with the lawyers, that comes with the proviso that they have to be willing to talk about food. Chef Timoni is definitely not a legal podcast. Sometimes, though, and today's show is an example, I will put out a shorter episode, what I call a snack-sized portion of Chef Timoni, just to keep you up to date with what's going on with the show. And on that front, I do have some updates, and I'll share those with you at the end of today's short episode. Before getting there, though, I want to talk about New York. It's just been on my mind lately, and I'm not entirely sure why, although I suppose there's plenty of reason for New York to be on my mind, what with the pandemic and the horrific impact that it has had on that city. May their numbers continue to move in the right direction. New York, it's if you're a longtime listener to Chef Demoni, you'll know that my favorite city to visit, hands down, is Las Vegas. Heck, you can even visit New York in Las Vegas. It's just up the strip from ancient Egypt, and it's just down the strip from ancient Rome. Anyway, the real New York stands out to me like no other city. Maybe it's the immense size, maybe it's the sheer number of people in one place, which of course these days is not a good thing. It's creating many, many problems. But in happier times, and may we get back to those, or as close to them as we can, quickly, in happier times, what that huge population means I've always noticed when I'm in New York is that no matter what you love, you will find it in that city. So on the culinary side, of course, that means an incredible variety of options and it means an incredible quality of food. So there are some places from New York that are on my mind. Here are some of them, just a few of them. Donut Plant. Now, I reported on this place when I was in New York last fall with my wife. We went there on a sort of a mini honeymoon, one of several mini honeymoons that we took. Now, Donut Plant, they've got wonderful donuts, as you might expect, and one that I felt I had to try, but I kept missing it, and that is their savory sourdough cacio e pepe donut. Again, if you're a long-time listener, you'll know I've got a bit of a thing with cacio e pepe. I just love the flavor of that dish, and I thought, and I love sourdough, so wow, here, a sourdough savory cacio e pepe donut. I've got to try it. There's a great New York Times article about the four sourdough donuts that at least were available at Donut Plant in the fall of 2019. I will put a link to that in today's show notes. But now, according to the Donut Plant website, there are only two sourdough donuts, and neither of those is Cachoe Pepe. So, fingers crossed, I will still be able to experience that donut at some point, but I'm thinking an investigative trip to New York is clearly required. Anyway, Art Bar is another place I want to get back to. We went there on our last trip. We met some friends 
friends of mine uh, originally from Thunder Bay, my hometown, their hometown. They're now living in New York. Just a fun, quirky place to meet and have a drink. And what I particularly loved about it was it has this amazing, immense back room. When I first walked in, I thought, okay, it's it's another small New York bar, like many other small New York bars. But then you step around the corner into this back room, it opens up, and it's it's really, really incredible. And I'm partial to it because we met good friends there, and we had a talk, of all things, at Art Bar about digital art. So that was really cool, too. Art Bar, another place I want to get back to. Now, 11 Madison Park, I've talked about this place before. I'm thinking if travel becomes possible again, when it becomes possible again, I might just finally have to take the plunge, make the splurge, and take in the experience at this Michelin three-star restaurant. I had heard that the restaurant might not reopen at all, which is stunning. It's something I've mentioned before because it's so mentionable. It's remarkable. There was an article on Bloomberg at the beginning of May, and in that piece, Daniel Hum, who's the executive chef there, said, he said this, there is definitely a question mark over 11 Madison Park if it will reopen. It will take millions of dollars to reopen. You have to bring back staff. I work with fancy equipment in a big space. I want to continue to cook with the most beautiful and precious ingredients in a creative way, but at the same time, it needs to make sense. So that was the thoughts of the executive chef at the beginning of May. A notice on the 11 Madison Park website now says this. In the midst of this crisis, the health and well-being of our staff and our guests is of primary importance. The operations at 11 Madison Park are currently shuttered and our team is at home. We hope to open our doors soon. We hope to open our doors soon when all of this is passed and look forward to seeing you then. It goes on and then it ends this way on the website. Thank you for your understanding. We count the days until we can welcome you in once again. Be well. So, fingers crossed that 11 Madison Park will reopen. Last culinary place I'm going to mention in New York today is Mock Bar. This is a Korean restaurant, two of them actually, at least, uh, that I know of, owned and run by Chef Esther Choi. Now, my wife and I had been to the Chelsea location. Mock Bar has a location in the Chelsea market, and that was great. We had a late lunch there one day. Uh, but I really want to get to their Brooklyn location on our next trip. It's one of the places, actually, that I bought a gift card for in the midst of the COVID pandemic. So here is hoping that travel will be possible sometime soon-ish. We'll see. Everybody, we all continue to wait. Now, there's something else I'm really, really excited to do in New York again, and it has virtually nothing to do with food, but I'm just going to share it with you anyway because I think it's so cool. And it's something, as you'll hear, that I'm experiencing more and more because I've got more time at home and I'm reading and listening and watching more things than I would usually, and I'm consuming more content about this. So what is this? Well, it has to do with art. Now, I enjoy art probably as much as most people who aren't really into it, but I don't know art. I know nothing about art. (laughs) I often say, that I know nothing about wine, and that might be a very slight exaggeration. I know almost nothing about wine. My wine knowledge is nothing adjacent, if I can put it that way. It's exactly next door to nothing, but it's not quite nothing. For art, it's nothing. I know nothing. 
But following a friend's advice on a trip to New York a couple of years ago, I'm pretty sure it was 2018, my wife and I, we booked a gallery tour with David of The 2%. And here's what The 2% is all about. According to David's website, and that site, I'll put a link, of course, it's the2percent.com. Here's what he says on that website. 98% of art is boring. Welcome to The 2%. Over 3,000 contemporary art exhibitions occur in New York every year. The 2% aims to uncover and share the most unique, inspiring, and game-changing art of our time through a weekly newsletter and private tours. So B and I joined David on a tour through some really incredible galleries in Chelsea, and I I think it's the best thing I've done in New York. Really, much as I love the food there, this really, really stands out. The tour was just that fun. And on our most recent trip in the fall of... 2019 we wanted to go again so I emailed David he was out of town actually at the time but he emailed me right back and he gave us a list of incredible stuff to look at in some of the galleries again in Chelsea so we did a self-guided tour on David's recommendations again really incredible a wonderful experience so now with the pandemic and with having more time to, as I say, listen and to read and to watch things, I'm consuming David's writings and his videos. Check out his YouTube channel, definitely. It's fascinating. I think it is so well done. So if you're curious about how the whole art world works or you just want to see some amazing stuff, check out The 2%. And if you find yourself in New York once travel opens up again, definitely book a tour with David. He only takes small groups. It's one to three guests, but... I think it is so worth it, the 2%. All right, until I can get back to New York and, of course, to Las Vegas, I am going to keep reaching out virtually to chefs and lawyers and to others to create more episodes of Cheftimony. So on that front, I did speak recently with a good friend from British Columbia who's now living in Nova Scotia on the far opposite side of the country looking at the other ocean. And we had a great talk. My friend has what has got to be one of the sweetest cooking gigs I've ever heard of. We had just a wonderful talk about it. I'm extremely jealous, uh, but I'm also very excited to share that interview with you because it it really does sound idyllic. I think you're going to love that discussion. That will be coming up soon. I've also got that discussion with a regulatory lawyer coming up soon. And this lawyer works in the culinary space in that he works on uh, within the food world primarily on alcohol-based issues really really interesting discussion that will be coming up soon on a full episode of chef Demoni. and i've recently connected with a chef in detroit i'm really really excited to speak with her i'm planning to do that later this month later in july so keep an eye out for that episode either later this summer or perhaps into the fall okay that is going to do it for today's reasonably short snack-sized episode of Chef Demoni. Thank you, as always, for joining me. I really appreciate you choosing to spend some time here with me. I love to hear from you as well. The listeners to Chef Demoni are a constant source of great uh, topic ideas, episode ideas, and suggestions for guests. So if you know a chef or a lawyer or somebody else who you think might be a good fit for the show, please get in touch if you've got a comment for the show, a question, or perhaps a topic suggestion as well. Also, please get in touch. You can do that on social media. I'm most often on Instagram. You can also find me on Twitter and Facebook. Those are all under Cheftimony. You can also find me on LinkedIn under my personal, I suppose, account, Graham McLennan. You can find me there on LinkedIn. Feel free to contact me through any of those four social media or just send me an email to graham at cheftimony.com. 
Okay, that is all for today. I'm Graham McLennan, and I'll look forward to seeing you next Friday, right here on Chef Demonio.